Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Good morning or afternoon or whenever you're listening to your podcast, everybody. This is Brendan Gone and Gone Racing with Mr. Jeff Motley. And Mr. Jeff Motley, you are not in the beautiful studio with me. You are at your second home, your original home, Martinsville Speedway again. I am a big thanks to the folks here at the Speedway, Clay Campbell and Tim Southers for letting me use the media center here at Martinsville Speedway where they just raced about a week and a half ago. So it's always good to be home. Uh, unfortunately, this trip is trying to do an estate sale on the, the family uh, home. So uh, a lot of work going on this week here in uh, southwestern Virginia. Well, it's home. And like I said, it's for, uh, for sol- somber reasons, but we're glad you got to spend some time at home. And Tim Southers. And I forgot Tim Southers was at, at Martinsville. He took place of, he, he moved in for Mike Smith after Mike Smith moved out. Yeah. And he's actually doing more of a customer service kind of position. Now they've moved a bunch of stuff around, but <laughs> Tim is still here. He now lives here in the community and stuff. And, cool. and you and I have known Tim for a long time. So well, tell him I said, hi, and I miss him and his track. If he can believe that. Uh, let's talk about what we need to talk about though. Is last week, of course, Jeff, you were not here. So we did not do a crapshoot count. But I made sure I got at least a couple in with me and Wyatt because, you know, you'd love to say that. And the guy that we've been poo-pooing all season long about, for, for not one season, how about what, three, four seasons long, about how much he hates these places, comes home, Kyle Busch gets the win at Talladega. Jeff, it was his, by the way, that was Kyle Busch's 62nd win, personally. And his second. And his second career win at Talladega, but the first one in 15 years, which again, illustrates what you said. I texted him because one of my last years at Talladega, we're sitting in the driver's meeting. I'm sitting right behind him. He turns around and he looks at me, Jeff, and he goes, why in the bleep do you come here? You know, I'm only running four times a year and I I come to Talladega. I I go, I love these places, Kyle. He goes, why? What are you, stupid? He goes, I just did. And he starts yelling with me about, you know, how he, and so I texted him and said, hey. You know, since that's your 62nd win, I think that's the best win of your career. Uh, you know, little 62 love, you know, since you, you know, you know, I love that place so much. He laughed. He goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, wouldn't mind that be my 63rd and winning at Daytona, though. You know, Kyle, always want more, Jeff. Always well, but more. he's never won the Daytona 500 yeah, either. And I mean, that's, that's really the last feather Crown he needs in his to drool. put in his yeah. hat is to, to, uh, to do that. So. Well, somebody on the show did not pick him to win the race on Gone Race, and somebody on this show, Jeff, may have actually picked him to win in real cash money, but that doesn't count on Gone Racing. Does, does, does it? Can we? Can, can I get a recount? You can show the ticket all you want. Oh man! But you didn't bet it on the show. That you matters. know that's funny. I I I was scared not use real money in, in to pick Kyle <laughs> Busch, but I decided to use my money, my hard-earned money to pick Kyle for some reason. See, could have made, could have almost got you back to even for the season too, but didn't do it. Darn. Didn't do it. 
I'm not even following the logic on that one. Yeah, exactly. He fake money. He doesn't well, bet well, him, but real I'm money. Only, he does. I'm only allowed five picks. You know, I bet did bet ten guys to win. So, ten. <laughs> so he barely won any money. Uh, you know, it, look if the top tens would have the Eric Almirola top ten was looking so good throughout the entirety of that race, and that one, those last three starts sucked. Well, let's get to the odds that do matter on this show, Mr. Motley, which is what what happens with the betters on this show. And Kyle Busch wins at Talladega to win. He was sixteen to one. Nicely done, Wyatt. Uh, top three was a 450. We talked on the show. That was an amazing number for a top three. You know, I mean, for, for Kyle Busch. Group C, uh, 260 to win. Top Chevy, 125. One of us lost that bet. That was his first win in 15 years at Talladega. And and kind of a fun side note to this was they played on television, Jeff, you know, uh, with, with Randall Burnett calling him in for fuel, and he went too late. The, the, the first and top five of my career was for Penske at Talladega and they called me in and I said, no, I just flat out said no and, and stayed out. And we got, you know, a top five finished fourth at Talladega doing it. And, and I chuckled and I talked to Kyle. He's like, he's like, look, I already, I had already won. I mean, it's not like we're not in the playoffs now. I, I'll be okay. I wanted to win the damn thing. And if we pitted, we we're going to be back in, you know, rec central. So great move on Kyle to, you know, said, uh, he said, Oh, dang it. I already passed it too late. Yeah. He just basically told the crew chief. No. Well, that's what's the thing I was trying to figure out. I mean, if it's anywhere near close, and the fact he already has a win, there's no way you're pitting right there. I mean, run it out of gas. What's the what's the worst that can happen? Ty Gibbs. That's the worst that can happen. You you have a shot. You're you know restart third, and you run out of gas on the restart. Oh well. I mean, you know, Ty was going for for the same sort of thing and ran out of gas. Oh well. That's that's. But. It was a bigger risk for Ty Gibbs because yes. he does not have, have a win, win like Kyle does. But he was doing the same position I was, which is, hey, I'm, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to finish where I've been running, 20th, or I'm going to go for a W. So I like it. If you look at top 10s, Motley, uh, another bunch of good numbers for top 10s, our main man, Ryan Blaney. He, he, you know, not the closer to win races for us, but, man, he knows how to get to the end of these races. He's plus 275 in that second-place finish for, uh, for second. And then he, uh, Chris Boucher was third place, and our man Chris Boucher, who cashes tickets, plus 600 for uh, Chris in third position. Now, that was an amusing one because with the way the race ended, they had to go back to cameras. Austin, or not Austin, Chase Briscoe was scored third, then got pushed back to fourth, which gave Chris Boucher that cash in the ticket. But uh, a good run for Boucher, all in all, and a good run for RFK with, with Brad Kay ending up fifth. That was a, uh, a great run for both, both of the RFK cars. And probably, you know, the guy was probably even a little bit disappointed, even though he came in second was Ryan Blaney. He probably was the best car out there. Um, you know, Bubba was ahead of him on that restart. And then, of course, they end up, uh, Bubba ends up crashing and causes that big wreck on the last lap. But look, it's kind of like uh, Blaney said. He goes, you can block me once. You might be able to block me twice. You just can't block a guy three times on the final lap and think it's going to work out well. And Bubba, I think I thought he did a good job of really kind of stepping up and taking the blame. I mean, he's like, look, I, I was doing everything I could, but it was nothing he was going to be able to do. Well, and I wouldn't say it's a blame game at that point. I would say that's just, you know, that's just racing at Daytona and Talladega. That's what you have to do. He was making the blocks. He was trying to stay in front and do what you could do. Uh, and, and, sometimes, you know, discretion and valor. And he went for valor. You know, he went to go for it, which I, 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 I love Bubba for that one. Keep going. So it happened, you know. And I think all of you guys as drivers know that you block at your own peril. Right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There, there's ain't no doubt about that. Is you're going to throw that block uh, in the Xfinity race. Daniel Hemrick, you know, got wrecked pretty hard. And he, he, he threw a block too late. You know, uh, Noah Gregson in that race, running third with the one thing to go. He made the mistake. He left a door open and then tried to come down and block 
and and as much as you know, you know how I kind of talk about that, that wasn't Ross Chastain's. That wasn't, but it wasn't Ross Chastain's fault. You you leave a middle oh, at no. Talladega, you're you're leaving the middle. Noah left a middle. He came down too late. Should have just you know at that point he's bringing home a, a milk carton instead of a car that finished twelfth. And you know that's what it is. It's that's part of that racing. Um, let's look real quick season standings. I think you know maybe Jeff will talk to the boys at Veasan. Right after this, we're going to start maybe putting that cut line up because I think the cut line is going to start being more important to watch than just the overall standings. But Kyle Larson still sits on top with the two wins and the points. Christopher Bell is actually your point leader once again. But I'm looking down at that bottom. I see something, Jeff, on this overall in the in the playoff standings right now. How about 14th and 16th? Two RFK cars sitting right now in the playoffs had they started today, which if we had said that last year or two years ago, we would have we would have all shook our head and said, not a chance in hell. Now you got Brad and Chris Brucher both sitting in a playoff spot. Yeah, you're right. You got both of those guys in. And we hadn't mentioned the one bit of uh, news this week that Alex Bowman is out and Josh Berry is replacing him again. We're also staring straight down the, the gauntlet of the possibility that Hendrick only gets two cars in the playoffs if Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman don't find their way to victory lane because Alex is going to miss at least three races, maybe four. Uh, that's not going to be easy to make up the way some of these guys are going. Heck, maybe Josh Berry should have been running for the cup points. He's <laughs> going to have so many starts in this year. Yeah, great job for Josh Berry, though. I mean, how about how about just, you know, take make the best out of a situation you can. Josh getting a lot of, lot of reps this year in the cup series and, and Alex you know I mean we we talk about it not on this show other NASCAR shows about do you let guys run other things this is the risk you take so he's out that and it like you said it's tougher for him I think Chase Elliott we all believe is going to win a race Alex sometimes he's streaky sometimes he wins sometimes he doesn't but you take away shots it's going to be tough so that is a big and piece only, of news. Yeah. and Alex only won one time last year and that was in Las Vegas early in the year and he kind of mailed it in after that. So yeah. So I mean, right now, and and let, we're going when we get to the end of the show, we talk about the futures, right? The the championship odds. Alex Bowman's odds are going to plummet right now. So now's the time. Wait, wait two three weeks. See how far that number goes. See if we go back to bet on him. Let's get a upcoming schedule real quick. Where this week, of course, we're we're, we're going to talk about today is the Worth 400 at Dover. Um, then we're off to Kansas City, the mile and a half, the Avident Health 400. Then to the Mother's Day weekend race, one of my favorites, and you know. The, the Darlington, South Carolina Mother's Day race. That is absolutely one of our favorites. Then Motley off to an SMI. Uh, interesting little deal we got going. The the North NASCAR All-Star Race at North, North Wilkesboro. And re- kind of excited to see the return of that. And then, of course, the week after that is always the Coke 600 out at Charlotte at the home track. So really fun schedule coming up. They've been doing a good job of that. And then also Dover Speedway. What do we got? It's the one-mile oval track, Motley. Absolutely love this track. So freaking tough. The monster mile. It's it miles the monster for a reason, man. It is so, so difficult. It's the only place that we as a driver feel a sensation of speed. It's Sunday, April 30th, 2 p.m. Eastern. Chase Elliott's a reigning winner. Um, 105 races at Dover because they used to race twice a year every year, Jeff. Yeah, it's gonna be uh be pretty crazy going to Dover. It's a great racetrack and you kind of never know what you're going to get up there, you know? I mean, we've had some guys that have uh, dominated there at times, but I do think if you're Chase Elliott, this has got to be the week you got to be thinking, okay, I got a chance to to get that W. Well, yeah, Chase Elliott has, you know, 12 starts, nine top fives in those 12 starts. So, I mean, he, he's pretty spectacular there. Um, there, there. We got some great Dover track record stats, Jeff. There's some guys here, uh, and right, right off the bat, nine races, nine top fives for Chase Elliott. 
absolutely phenomenal. Kyle Larson, 11 top 10s in 14 races. Absolutely phenomenal. There's guys here that know how to get around this track. I mean, look at that Kevin Harvick number, 23 and 42. Yeah, one of, Ke- one of Martin Truex Jr.'s home, home tracks. tracks. Another home track. He's got three, three, three wins at the home. If we added up all his wins at home tracks, you know, he does really well when he's at home. He's got a lot of them. <laughs> all right, guys. When we return, we'll get to the odds at Martin's home track over in a second. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome back in, everybody. Gone Racing and Mr. Motley. We are just getting ready to start the worth 400 odds to win the race at Dover, Delaware. Miles the Monster. And Jeff, we uh, we start off and and look. I love this track. I, I I don't know about you. I don't know how. And it's not it. You know, now it's in your portfolio, right? It, is it? It's SMI portfolio. No, it's still yes, yes. It is, is a Speedway Motorsports track. We bought uh, Dover and Nashville. That's right. A couple That's of years right. ago. And it, but it wasn't before. It was always its own standalone deal. And I got to tell you, man, what, one of my favorite places in the world that I'm the one thing that the fat kid is so upset about not doing anymore is going to Dover because Medding and Sons. If you get up there, you got to go to the Meddings, man. It's great family, but they got the greatest seafood restaurant in the history of mankind. You know, the place I used to go up there was Sambo's. Sam, everybody talks about Sam. That's everybody talked about Sambo's. I'm telling you, n- couldn't hold a candle to what Robbie Medding and those guys do over there. So good. Crab pretzel and the she crab soup. <laughs> you know what? I could never get over it at the Sambo's trip one time. You remember Jim Phillips used to work yeah, for yeah. MRN? Yeah. It, they called him Chopper. Uh, Jim Phillips probably didn't weigh 135 pounds soaking wet. And I can remember him sitting there and having a plate of crab shells piled up so high you could barely see him. <laughs> Nowadays, it's $1,000 worth of crab, the way the way current crab prices are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this was in like 1998. Yeah. So. <laughs> Def- definitely $1,000 worth of crab now. All right. Let's get to the odds to win this race instead of the odds of what it takes for me and Motley to polish off a plate of king crab legs. Uh, that would be very low odds, by the way. Spoken like a guy that has restaurants in a casino. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> I can go downstairs Friday. Oh, that's right. You're in Martinsville. We could have him for lunch, but you're not here. 
So we'll start off with Kyle Larson as your favorite at plus 600. William Byron, 650. Chase Elliott, 750. Denny Hamlin, C. Bell at 900. Then you got double digits starting with Martin Truex Jr. at his home track. Kevin Harvick, 11. Ross Chastain, 13. Kyle Busch, 16. Tyler Reddick, 17. Joey Logano, 22. Josh Berry, 25. Nobody is the same here. They let me run off more than one name at a time. Uh, Ryan Blaney is 28. And then Daniel Suarez, Chris Boucher, and Chase Briscoe at 35 to 1. Thank you very much, DraftKings, for making sure that everybody was exactly one point away from each other. Uh, that made Participation. Perfect. We wanted everyone to get that, that love. Everybody has their, yeah, I get it right there. Um, you know, Kyle Busch, 16 to 1. Do we, do we believe in momentum again as the RCR team's back? You know, I look at this. Chase Elliott won this race last year. Does he come back, you know, well from this one? Um, the Kevin Harvick stat, 11 to one. He hasn't won a lot of numbers on this first page that, that uh, stick out at Josh Berry's on the front page. I mean, how about that at 25 to one, but, but nothing really jumps out and says, Ooh, that to me is, is where I want to lean. Uh, you know, I think that 750 is a pretty good number on Chase Elliott, given the fact he is a defending race winner. And maybe if there's anything that kind of, I'm like, Hmm, when I look at this for odds to win, 22 to one on Joey Logano seems like a pretty, seems like a pretty high number on a guy like Logano. So uh, I'm kind of with you. It's a tough one. Although I do like the number on Elliot and the Logano one intrigues me because that's a big win. If he were to win the race. Now there's one on the second page. I want to start out. This is why I want to get to the second page quickly. Cause there's something big I want to talk about here. You start off with Brad K another 35 to one or Bubba Wallace, 40 Ty Gibbs, Ryan priest at 55 Ricky Stenhouse Jr. sixty to one. Eric Almirola sixty five. Michael McDowell one hundred. Austin one hundred. Okay, blah blah. The one I thought you were going to pause on was not the sixty to one, but the sixty five to one. No, I'm looking at Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. finished second in this race last year. Right when they came out with this new car, remember we said this new car was great for JTG. They had a bunch of really good runs early. Things were looking good for them, and Ricky's been running. He's got to win this year, guys. I mean, you know, Ricky is 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 running well. He finished second in this race, and it wasn't like second from fuel mileage. He got finished sixth in stage two. He was up front all day, and this is a place that you go back and look at it. You know, last 10 races, Ricky's not bad here in the last 10 races. You know, he, he's got three top tens in the last 10, which now, if that's Joey Logano or, or Kyle Larson, we're like, man, that's not very good. But that's pretty darn good. You know, 60 to one for the winner. Maybe I'm not going to do him to win this race, but I, I like that. I'm going to keep an eye on that Ricky Stenhouse when we get to the top threes. Well, I was going to say, when you see 60 to one to win, you know, you're going to look at the top threes and you're mm-hmm. going to see a pretty high double digit number on a guy like that. Uh, and, and again, I now brought up Almirola 65 to one on Eric Almirola. I, I, I'll put it this way. I like Stenhouse and Almirola to win this race better than I do Bubba Wallace, Ty Gibbs or Ryan priest. And they're getting better numbers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I think that's just kind of, you know, the, the odds makers looking at, at the way overall things, but they're not looking at the microcosm that we can kind of drill down into. Let's get to those top three since we want to get to that and, and talk about a little bit of, of where we can get to Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, top three start off with Kyle Larson at plus 170, William Byron 185, Chase Elliott 200. Then you start to get some decent returns here. Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Martin Truex Jr. at 250s. Kevin Harvick at 300, Ross Chastain 350, Kyle Busch, Tyler Reddick. I like both of those numbers at 450. That same number Kyle had last week for a top three. Joey Logano 600, Josh Berry seven, Ryan Blaney 800, and then Daniel Suarez, Chris Boucher, and Chase Briscoe all at 10 to one. How about that? I mean, 
Ryan Blaney, the guy that we know always stays up there at, at damn near everywhere he races. Not very good here, but still 800. I really do like that Kyle Busch and Tyler Reddick, though. Yeah, you know, it's kind of for me. I say, okay, let's just whack those top three guys off the top here because there's really not much to be made there. But, boy, after you get past those top three guys, those are good numbers on some guys who have got some pretty good track records here. I mean, you're looking at Martin Trix Jr., Denny Hamlin. I mean, both of those guys, you know they're going to run well. Uh, Truex loves this place. I mean, he's he's been so good here, and it's certainly a track he's going to come into with a lot of confidence. But I'm with you. You get to those bigger numbers, like what you see on Tyler Reddick, what you see on Joey Logano, some of those guys. This is very enticing for a top three. Well, let's get to that second page, because I want to get to that number that I want to look at. And on the second page, we lead off with Brad Keselowski at 10 to 1, Bubba Wallace 11, Ty Gibbs 14, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 14, Priest 15, Eric Almirola. There's your Eric Almirola 16 to 1, Michael McDowell 28, uh, Austin Dillon 28, Austin Cindric 28, and then some of the longer shots, Eric Jones, the Dinger 40 to 1, um, Noah 80 to 1. You know, I just, I'm, I'm looking at that Ricky Stenhouse number and it intrigues me. You know, it really, really does. I, I, something about that 14 to one and, and looking at his recent performance here and, and recent performance, you and I love to say, what have you done for me lately, Jeff? He's done a lot lately. No, he has. And I, I can understand why we would look at that way. And I see some of those other bigger numbers down there. Look, we didn't even mention the fact that Todd Gilliland pulled off another top 10 uh, last week at Talladega. And every week he seems to be getting a little bit better and better. And you know there's going to be some week where Justin Haley or Eric Jones are going to step up and knock out a top three somewhere. And you look at the how big those numbers are at 40 to 1. There's definitely some guys here for a change worth taking a flyer on. If somebody wanted to throw down a $2 bet, you know, there'd be a big return on it. Well, and look, we're just right now focusing on the top threes and the wins and those sorts of things on Gone Racing. There's top five bets. There's top ten bets. You know, the 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 front row motorsports team, Michael McDowell and Todd Gillen, they have been running, and Zane Smith wants you know him and Todd switch off. Um, th- that they're being top ten now is doable for them, and they come in with large numbers even for a top ten. So just because you're listening to us and we're talking top three and wins and you know do our head to heads and all of our stuff, don't doesn't mean that you're limited to this is the only way to bet, Jeff. I mean, I really would like to look at what. Todd Gillen or Michael McDowell is for a top 10. So at Will Hill, uh, yep. Todd Gillen's plus 550, Thank McDowell's plus 400, and Ricky Stenhouse is plus 180 for a top 180. 10. Yeah, and, and that doesn't, I don't doubt the 180 on Ricky now because what we just talked about. But a plus 550 on mm-hmm. Todd Gillen, the way he's been running lately, I mean, look, and you talk about momentum, Brendan, but I think there's also another word in there confidence. Yeah. And you've got to believe that Todd Gilliland is getting more and more confident, you know, by the race. And he kind of came into a rookie situation last year against Cindric and Briscoe, where, you know, those guys were in probably better equipment, uh, better situation. And those guys kind of really blew him away. But now, I mean, Gilliland, he's starting to come in his own. In fact, if you want my opinion, I think over the last three or four weeks, he's been better than Briscoe or Cindric, either one. Well, and, and remember, Todd Gillen's kind of running for his career right now. Todd is not full-time anymore. Uh, you know, they got Zane Smith splitting time with Todd in that car. So every time Todd gets in it, he's he's he has to fight hard, and he's showing up and doing well when he does. So I do like that. Like you said, a William Hill number uh, at 500 on him, I mean, that's I, – I don't dislike that, especially when you look at, at the, you know, what that team was able to do. I mean, I'm looking last year, Justin Haley finished 11th, you know, just outside the top 10 – uh, in this race last year. And that was also, we were talking about how well the, uh, 
the the college cars were running early on. So there's numbers in this, not just because we're talking top threes doesn't mean you have to stop, stop at the top threes. You can, you can spread this around and make life easier for you. Go top five, top 10 and find some decent numbers. Yeah. And you know, one other little last note on Gilliland, he probably the only guy this year that's got a top 10 with two different race teams. Because he wasn't running with this normal race team last week. Zane Smith was in that car. So he's got top tens with two different race teams this year. That's pretty impressive. That actually is tough to do, too, because, I mean, you don't normally get those opportunities to do it with two different race teams. So that was – that's – I didn't know that. That's that's a Jeff. That's like Jeff Motley's. What's the guy's name? Wyatt from uh, uh, my Larry McNugget. Yeah. My, what, what, my, Larry, was, my Larry McNugget. What was the guy from Martinsville that he went off on? Can't remember his name. Oh, now. the Canadian Earl driver. Ross. I can't remember. Earl, Earl Ross. Ross. There we go. All right. Earl Ross. Let's Earl Ross when we come back. More odds. is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Want to rewatch any part of today's show, or any past show for that matter? Check out the Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at VEASAN.com forward slash podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head straight to the betting counter before each NASCAR race. While you're there, catch up on all the rest of your VEASAN shows as well. VEASAN.com forward slash podcasts. Not bad. Professionally unprofessional. I made it. Wyatt had a little look of fear in his face because I was working on notes over here and then had to run back and grab the sheet for the read. And he had this look of like, you almost forgot. Didn't forget today. Thought Isaiah was going to get in my, see, this is why you got to tell the host about the, it's like I did tell them about the read. It was right here. I had it. Uh, well, welcome Bre- back in, Brendan. Have both of the countdowns been right this week, though? Well, I th- you know, I think that Wyatt, after Isaiah had to sit behind the glass last week and why and proved that he counted us down perfect every time, we now know that Isaiah is doing it intentionally. So I feel for a few weeks he has to take care of Wyatt and try to actually let it. You know, he he's just upset that I keep picking losers. Well, is he doing any better? I told him that, but he he mentioned it to me today. Like, no, you know what? Hey, I I want. I accept the full blame for the pit crew's uh, very poor record right now. Wow! Pit crew's got a longer pit crew's got a longer losing streak than Ryan Blaney right now. Yeah, let me tell you, if if uh, Jeff, if Brennan hits Ricky Stenhouse top three, we might as well just call the call the event off. He's <laughs> call the winner. I listen. Yeah, I'm going to need to pick a, a Todd Gilliland win somewhere. <laughs> Good luck on that one. We, uh, yeah. we, you guys need to start calling Karina more often as the problem pit crew because when she was here, y'all were kicking butt. Now you guys kind of leave her out in the woods and. You know, probably need to consult. Whoa, your, your whoa, whoa! She gives a couple picks, but we, hey, when I inherited it last year, we were down thirty units, and we won. Mm. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Well, let, let's get to trying to make some units here, and the stuff that's been working well this year for us, even though it it is small. But listen, a return is a return, Jeff, and that's the head to heads. You're picking a fifty fifty mono e mono. And this week you have a great don't line. If you, you know, Jeff, we talk about don't lines. Kyle Larson is the one today. You can get William Byron at plus 105, Chase Elliott at plus 120, or Seabell at plus 120 to a Larson minus 125 or 140s. Um, I don't know if I really want to take that bet, though. Chase Elliott maybe intrigues me a little bit with that, with that plus 120, but that's about the only one on the Kyle Larson don't line that I look at. And that's exactly what I was thinking. The one that I like is because I, I, I probably would say, okay, Chase Elliott about 
maybe plus 105. Larson, maybe minus 120, 115. Uh, boy, to see a plus 120 for Chase Elliott against Kyle Larson. Yeah, I like that one a little bit. You know, uh, and Seabell only got four data points, finished fourth in this race uh, uh, last uh, fall, whatever you call it, spring. Spring. This will be spring. Thanks. Glad I could figure out what season is. I don't mind the 120, Chase Elliott. I mean, here's the deal. Larson just took a hellacious hit, right? Maybe he's a little sore from that deal. Maybe he walks into Dover, which is a place that it's physically demanding, and he just kind of says, hey, I've got a couple wins in the bag. I think I'm just going to cruise around here today, but I don't know if that's really his style. No, I don't think that's his style. And I said, you know, looking at those head-to-heads, and we talked about Chase Elliott, I think the one I like better is the 105 against William Byron. I know Byron's you know, got off to a really good start this year and he's been strong this year, but I'm telling you, Chase Elliott, I got to believe he's on a mission this week. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that one. I do like the Chase Elliott 105 to Byron's minus 125. Um, I, I, I look, you got a couple plus numbers on Ross Chastain versus Martin Truex 105 to 125 and versus Kevin Harvick 105 to 125. Uh, the only problem I have is we talk about what have you done for me lately? Kevin Harvick, right? I mean, that's kind of always what we do. Well, yeah, Kevin Harvick's still here lately. His last three races are first, sixth, and ninth. So that, that's, that's pretty strong, even for what have you done for me lately. Uh, it, it's tough for me to pick on that one. Yeah, he's pretty comfortable here. You know, in the last one over there, I just I just think it's kind of cool. Chris Buescher is getting a negative number by his name in a head-to-head. We, we hadn't seen Chris Buescher in the driver head-to-heads very much at all. And to see a negative number by his name where Chase Briscoe is even money against him, Pretty cool. I'm not going to bet it because I don't really think there's anything to win, but it's kind of cool to warm, look at. Warms your heart to see it. Warms your heart. And Denny yes, Hamlin. Won- we like Chris Buescher. We do like Chris Buescher on this show. We, we are a big fan. Chris knows that too, by the way. <laughs> we, <laughs> I tell him he knows that, that, that we give a lot of Chris Buescher love in this in the Gone Race and Vison book. Um, but Denny Hamlin's 105 too. I mean, Denny Hamlin, here's a pl- this is a place that Denny is pretty fantastic at. You know, six top tens, last 10 races, average finish 7.6. He's got a minus 125 to William Byron. Uh, is this the time that we see William Byron do his usual vanishing act for a few weeks? He's got the couple wins. He was the hottest guy in the sport. Do we see him fade now? And now I got a 105 with Denny Hamlin. I would say that's a good possibility. I look, I like Denny Hamlin on that one too. I mean, I'm going to probably, you're probably going to see me have a little love on Chase Elliott when we get into the next segment of the show. Um, but I do like Chase Elliott against him and i like Denny Hamlin against him too. Maybe that's the dope line bet which I learned my lesson on that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into what is our favorite, of course, here, and that is our group matchups because the group matchups are where, you know, we, we just, it's so much fun, the group matchups. Um, group A this week is William Byron is your favorite at 260, Chase Elliott, 275, Christopher Bell, 275, Denny Hamlin, 275. The problem I have with group A is just, it, it's, it's boring. They're all, even, it's, it's all across the board, and I, I can make an argument for each one of them. Yeah, but you but you know what I like about Group A if I'm betting? Chase Elliott's a defending winner of this race. We know Chase Elliott is hungry for a win. And the one guy he does not have to beat to win Group A is Kyle, Kyle Larson because they didn't put him in it. So uh, to me, a plus 275 for Chase Elliott, I know he's like plus 750 to win. He's like plus 200 for a top three. A plus 275 to win this group, I actually kind of like that number on Chase Elliott. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I, you know, I just, it's to me that, you know, how you always say normally group A's this year, I've been betting group A's because there's been some fun ones. This one, not a real fun one to me. It just, it doesn't stick out to me. Now we would have a group B 
and Group B probably had Kyle Larson. I did not see Group B before it went off the board. Uh, of course, we get Westgate groups. They, they're they the ones that, thankfully, thank you guys, the Westgate put these odds up early enough for us to do the show. But Group B got taken off the board because it had Alex Bowman. And now Alex Bowman is out and Josh Berry is yeah, in. I, I, think, I don't think they'd have put Larson in Group B given he's a favorite to win the race. I think this is all an Alex Bowman, Josh Berry play there. Yeah, I mean, no, it absolutely is. I just don't know if you don't see Kyle Larson in a group. So I'm just, yeah. We got, we got word. Kyle Larson wasn't in any groups this week. Oh, no Kyle Larson in a yeah. group. Okay. Well, there you go. You're right. It, so the group B thing was, was it strictly was a Josh Berry move. When you, when you lost Ka, uh, Alex Bowman, they took it off the board. Um, they did not place up a new group B. So we're down one group this week and we'll jump right into group C and uh, group C leads off with Tyler Reddick, co-favorite with Kyle Bush and then Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney. Um, hmm. Well, that's a big, big number hmm. on Joey Logano. Yeah, but Kyle Bush. Uh, Okay, but Kyle Busch, you know, I guess because I haven't really been impressed with the Childress cars at Dover over the the years, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, and Reddick is just – Reddick has not impressed me as much as I was expecting uh, in that car right now. I just – I don't know. I just like that big plus 295 number on Logano. See, the, and the thing for me is I, I look at all these guys. I go, Ryan Blaney, average finish 18.8 in last 10 races, just 10 races. Joey Logano, 14.5. Kyle Busch, 12.4. So, I, I mean, I, I jump right off the bat and look at the Ryan Blaney. This is not a place. One top 10 in the last 10 races. Tyler Reddick, remember, only four data points. Uh, one top 10 in four races. Average finish of 17. So, to me, I kind of can take Blaney out of that play. As you said, Reddick maybe isn't impressing you enough. It goes down to Kyle Busch, Joey Logano. Uh, bigger return on Joey. So, maybe you look at the bigger return and say 295. That's what I like. All right, there you go. There's... Spoken for the man. Uh, let's get into Group D, and Group D has, there's our main man. He's crawled out from Group F all the way up to Group D. He leads the way, Chris Boucher, plus 260, against his teammate, co-favorite, 260, Chase Briscoe, 260, Bubba Wallace, 310. I, I, I'm sorry. that Brad, Brad, the problem is Brad's running really well right now. If it wasn't for Brad, I would circle Chris Boucher and put, like, asterisks on it and call that my lock of the week, but... But Brad Kozlowski been running pretty good. He's been cashing tickets for us. Uh, uh, cashing tickets the week that that Wyatt doesn't bet him. Well, I think what I do like here is I think it is a two-man horse race, and those two men are both at plus 260. Um, heck, you could bet both of them, and I think you'd end up winning. But uh, I, I do like Busher. I'm kind of with you here. But I really, really do think those two guys, uh, Busher and Kozlowski, it really kind of comes down between the two of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I got nothing Nothing screams in my head, Bubba or Chase Briscoe, out of that group. Uh, let's jump into Group E real quick before we go for break. And Daniel Suarez is your favorite at 235. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 265. Ty Gibbs, 285. Ryan Priest, 310. Now, this is one that Daniel Suarez has kind of disappeared right now. Does anybody else agree with that statement? Yeah, I don't understand what's going on there. Um, I'm, I'm kind of perplexed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, we, we had so much high hopes for him, and now, like, where did he go? But Ryan Priest surprises people a lot. And, you know, I do like Ryan Priest, but I talked about Ricky Stenhouse, start of the show. Ricky Stenhouse, 265. I don't know. I kind of like yeah. that. All right, when we come back, guys, we'll get to uh, Group F and the our prop bets and our picks when we return. 
There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. <laughs> and welcome into the professionally unprofessional. We got one, Motley. You weren't here to see it. We got one. We got a good one, too. Like he had, he had finished yeah, one. Isaiah accelerated, too. He was like, oh, five, four, three. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I screwed it up. I'm like, God, bless this. That was awesome. Oh, you should have seen Wyatt back there too. He put his head down, just cursing Isaiah downstairs. Um, Welcome back in God racing where we have more fun than any show. I don't care what the network, but especially Beeson. Um, We are finishing up the worth 400 at uh, Dover and we're in our group matchups. We just finished group E where I got to put my money where my mouth is right about Ricky's 10 house. I like Ryan priest at three ten, but I I just, I've been bragging about Ricky. I'm going to stick there. I don't think I've ever really bet Ricky in my life. So Ricky, don't steer me wrong this week. Let's get into Jeff group F. I bet it. I bet him last week to win a group and that didn't work out too well for me. So uh, I've, I've, he, how did he not win? He's still uh, anyway, uh, group F Eric Jones starts at two forty-five. AJ Allmendinger at two sixty. Justin Haley, two ninety, and Austin Sindrick, two ninety-five. Now this may look like, you know, everybody's scratching their head going who, why, where, when, but I look at this and I look at what have you done for me lately? And I circle right in on that Justin Haley pick. I mean, yeah, you know, and his teammate there, Almondingers, plus 260. You know, Jones is comfortable here. Cedric is a guy. I don't understand why Cedric is not running better. Uh, someone has to explain that to me, why he hasn't done better in that car. No, and I'm with you. I mean, Eric Jones finished 10th in this race last year. So I can look at Eric Jones and say, well, he was 10th last year, and he's on the same team and blah, blah, blah. But but lately, Eric, that Legacy Motor Club has not looked very good. So no, I, they had their finally had a good run last week at Talladega, but it's Talladega. This is Dover. It's a big yeah, difference. Exactly. So I'm I'm jumping on a Justin Haley bandwagon. I kind of like that pick right there, um, and the Dinger, um, Dinger just not. It's it. We're waiting for road course season for the Dinger, right? I mean that's kind of what I'm holding off for with AJ. Uh, let's get to our 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 prop bet that we have here. And Jeff, for I think maybe the third time this season, second, third time this season, uh, we have a negative number next to Chevrolet's name. Chevy is your favorite minus 110. The Ford's at plus 225 and the Toyota's at plus 300. Um, I, we all understand the Toyota, or the, sorry, not the Toyota, the, the, the Chevy minus 110. Jeff, I kind of like that Toyota 300. 
Yeah, you know, honestly, the two on the plus line there, Ford at plus 225 and Toyota plus 300, you got some good drivers out there. Um, you know, you talked about Hamlin, Harvick. Martin Truex. Well, you got, you've oh, got everybody Ford, yeah. really but the Hendrick cars that seem to be the top guys that are in contention here. So whether it's Truex or Hamlin or Tyler Reddick or it's uh, Joey Logano on the Ford side, uh, Kevin Harvick on the Ford side, I mean, there's definitely some guys out there not driving a Chevy that I think are certainly capable of winning this race. Now, I think a Chevy's going to win this race, but I like the odds for Ford and Toyota. You know, and I poo-pooed Chase Briscoe, you know, a little bit just because we kind of glanced over him really quickly because his stats don't show much for the two races he has here. But Briscoe's been running, I would say, the best car out of Stuart Haas at the moment many of the weeks right now. Him, he stepped up to be almost as good as Harvick most weeks. Yeah, um, well, I mean, look, a lot of those guys have run well. They just haven't been able to put it together. Well. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Priest was amazing right here no. at Martinsville. I mean, if he doesn't have a, a pit stop by or, or speeding penalty on pit road, he probably wins that race given how hard it was to pass. So, and Harvick, he's been consistent this year. He just hasn't been able to put it together and get to victory lane. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't dislike the Ford or Toyota number. I kind of like that Toyota 300. I think that with Tyler Barton and Denny and Denny and Martin, of course, their history here. I think that's a that's a pretty darn good good number there. Let's talk a little bit real quick about the championship odds. And you know, normally we don't talk about the championship odds every week on Gone Racing, but this year, every week we've had we've had reasons kind of to to talk about it because we keep getting changes. Now, Alex Bowman is out. The preseason he started at 30 to 1. He had worked his way down to the low teens last week. Now he is right back to where he started preseason at 30 to 1. Um you know, Chase Elliott had gone up to 10 to one is back to 700 for, you know, currently. So uh, you got to watch these, the ebbs and flows of these numbers. I think you might be able to get Alex Bowman here in another two, three weeks at 45, maybe even 50 to one. If you hold off for the three weeks or so that he's going to miss. Well, maybe I, I, I think that these numbers here reflect the odds makers knowing that he's not going to run for the next three or four weeks. But I agree with you. I think if you're going to jump on Alex Bowman, now, I'd say now is probably as good a time as any. I think it's going to get. I'm I'm on the hold button on that one because I think he's going to give it go further. Give it one more week. Give it one more week. Let's see. And Ross Chastain has gone the opposite way. You know, this is a guy that that was second in the points last year. Was you know had these amazing runs. He's still running well. It's not like he's running poorly. He's gone down to fifteen to one. So Ross Chastain going the right direction for betters. If you want to jump on that bandwagon and get a good number on Ross Chastain. Yeah, you know, that's kind of, you know, we talked about the whole track house team. You know, Ross hasn't been as good. Uh, Suarez has really kind of disappeared. So, you know, maybe it was part of, remember last year we talked about this time of year, but how great track house was doing and maybe part of it was the new car and everybody was kind of even. And then would the bigger team start learning more and more about how this new car runs and is that going to have a negative effect on track house? And maybe it has. Well, I don't know about negative effects, but what I do know has a great effect is my standings in Gone Racing this year. I'm just, I just want to throw that out there. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty strong right now. A, a total reversal of last year. <laughs> you were terrible last year, and the pit crew was killing us. And now you're doing great, and the pit crew's getting killed. You know, if, if this was golf, we'd be winning right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is not golf, though, unfortunately. 
Um, you look last week, I got a couple W's out there. I had Blaney to win group A. I had Kezzy to win group B. And thank you to NASCAR and their scoring line and their, and their cameras because it got me the W over Jeff Motley. Gave me another solid winning week at plus 4.4 units uh, for the season. The Dominator. I mean, just just kill yeah, it. You and I and you and I killed Austin Dillon by both picking him. Yeah, I know. that stinks for us. That stinks for AD. But all right. So season standings, of course, when we do our picks, we always go worst to first. And last year, I spent a lot of season picking first. So I love to sit and sit here and say, Wyatt, you get to go first. Oh boy, yeah. The, the pick crew got bad luck on that uh, last crash. But uh, this week is a new week. Uh, for the pit crew, we're going to go with Denny Hamlin over William Byron, plus 105. We're leaning heavy on Chase Elliott. Oh, uh, beat him in Kyle Larson, uh, plus 120, and then to win his group at plus 275. Joey Logano to win group C, plus 295. And Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to win group E, plus 265. That is from Isaiah. I'm not happy now. Well, you think you're not happy. Given how bad the pit crew has done. That's what I mean. I'm not happy now. I'm, I'm matching way too many of their picks right here. This is well, not good. I'm matching three, and I almost matched four. Uh, let's hear uh, yours. So I, I'm going to go Elliott plus 105 over Byron. Gotcha. And then I am sticking on that Chase Elliott bandwagon. I've got Elliott in group A. I've got Logano in group C. I've got Stenhouse. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped one here. I got Chris Busher in group D. I'm going to go head to head uh, probably with somebody here. And then I'm going to go Stenhouse in group E. So yeah, I have three of the same five as the pit crew. So I'll probably be even farther down in the standings next week. Oh man, this week, this week stinks on the picks for gone racing. I am not happy about this. All right. So I'm going to lead off in the head to heads and I'm going to go with Chase Elliott plus 120 over Kyle Larson. Then I'm going to go to Denny Hamlin over William Byron 105. Really? Really? We just screwed those two guys. Uh, then we're going to go to the group matchups. I will go head to head with you, Mr. Motley, in Group D. Uh, I do like Keslowski. I like Boucher also, but I just, I, I, I liked, I think that Chris or Brad right now is riding a pretty good wave of what he's doing. And then I'm going Ricky Stenhouse in Group E. Uh, I just, I talked about him so much the show. I don't have quite the confidence for that top three number again, but I like him. And then Justin Haley in group F I'm going down all the way to group F. So Ricky Stenhouse jr. Will not win his group. Yeah. Ricky Stenhouse jr. Is absolutely crushed. Absolutely crushed him. Um, sorry, Ricky. I I go to bet you one week and we gave you the kiss of death. Hey, look, look, great minds think alike, you know? Hmm. I'm hmm. so good. I, I Brendan's going to go minus five this week. I was just going to say, I, just, I, I matched the pit crew way too much right here. I'm suddenly feeling like I need to completely redo the show. Can we start over? Can we start? Well, you, Brendan, you and I each have three of the same picks yeah, as no. a pit crew. The question is, who's going to be the, the, the two, one? The, gets... two, the two outliers. Who's going to get the two outliers? Exactly. Uh, well, guys, that's our show this week. Mr. Motley, thank you for, you know, uh, once again, take care of family business. We love you back there. Give everybody hugs and uh, thanks to, to, to Clay and, and not Mike, but, but uh, Tim for letting you join us from Martinsville. I'll look back to forward to be back in the studio next week. About time. We've been, we've been all over the place. We've been, we've been crisscrossing the country, you and I. So uh, that's our show today, guys. We really appreciate you joining us talking about the worst 400 at Dover, Delaware. When we come back, we'll talk about what was that next race after this one? No, Kansas, Kansas. We'll bring Kansas. up Kansas. That's right. We'll do Kansas next week and break down all the great things that we did and all the jinxes we gave everybody. So uh, with that, I will say, see you next week on a count out. They went the right numbers.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.